everyone, good morning, or good afternoon, or maybe even good night. Welcome to the Writing Lab, your podcast where we talk about all things words, writing, and creativity, as well as art. This is Carolina talking to you from Sony, Ontario. And before we begin, I would like to remind you that every new episode comes out on Tuesday morning. And also, I want to ask you to please make sure to follow this project on our Instagram. You can find it as the Writing Lab. And the same thing goes for our Patreon. In our Patreon, we have three tiers. And if you join as a gift for joining, I'll send you a personal postcard thanking you for your support. As well, there are some extra perks depending on which tier you are. Uh, we have a writing club and we have a secondary and more casual podcast where I talk about whatever. It doesn't have to be exactly writing related. So please check it out. And with that out of the way, I would like to say that I am very excited to be here again. Although it's funny because whenever I used to hear any podcast or radio host to say they were excited at the beginning of every show, I honestly didn't used to believe them. But now I do. And I get how can you be so excited and worried at the same time about a project because you want so badly for it to go well. So here I am showing up again on this lab and experimenting with all the things I would like to see out there or being done. And again, I am very excited to be here talking to you and I am very excited that you are here. Let it be one person, two people, three people, or maybe 10 or 100. I truly appreciate you being here and I truly appreciate the time that you use in listening to me today. So for this week, actually, I have some news to share with you. First of all, I finally finished the Goldfinch. Woohoo! And although it's not a new favorite of mine, I only gave it like three stars in Goodreads, I do appreciate and took away some things from it with me, but I'll come back to that later. Um, but I feel so relieved to have finally finished it. I have been reading that book for like, I don't know, maybe two and a half months, and I feel like it was blocking the rest of the readings that I wanted to do. So now that it's out of the way, I, I am so relieved. And second, I have started The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. If you haven't heard about The Artist's Way, um, it's a very famous in the creative world um, workshop or course. Like It's like a creative program. It lasts 12 weeks and so far so good. I am very, very excited about it and I want to see myself going through all the process. This morning was the first morning that I did my morning pages and I am very excited to see how it will all turn out. It is funny because the artist way, it's a course that it's aimed to unblock your inner artist. And at the beginning, I think I was a little cocky and I thought like, hey, well, I may be a little blocked, but I don't think I am that blocked creatively. I feel like I was thinking like, hey, I mean, I already decided to go for writing as a career and I had started this podcast, so I thought I was doing well in that uh, in that topic. But then, bam, in the first the first sentence that she used to describe someone that is creatively blocked, I, I fit right there. 
Uh, it was like she was talking to me and she was telling me, Carolina, don't be so cocky. You yourself are blocked as well. And I am going to help you. So I said, okay, Julia, please bring all your wisdom and teach me. Lead me through all of this process and lead me through the light, please. So I had just begun with the first week, as I said, and rest assured that I will let you know how all of this process goes and how do I feel and if I recommend it to you. I mean, even if I don't recommend it, there's like tons of people, like honestly, like thousands of people who recommend it. So even if I don't, which I think I will, but even if I don't, maybe if you feel uh, yourself like you're a little blocked creatively, maybe you should give it a try. It could be a good idea. And the third thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is the most nerve wracking of them all. That is that I'm going to start my querying process for my novel this week. Ah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It makes me feel so on the edge. I am very anxious. I am fearful. I am afraid. I am feeling like at times where I don't want to do it. I want to back up, but then I want to go forward as much as I can. And I want to query them all at the same time. But I know I have to do it slowly. I have to have a strategy to follow. That's what I'm going to do. And I would also like to talk to you about this querying process in the future. Um, I don't even know if it's going to be a success for me, this querying process or not. But I think it's something very important for aspiring writers as myself. So please, 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 please wish me luck. And that's it. Those are all the news for this week. And also, while I was thinking what to talk about on this podcast, I felt like I was sort of running out of ideas and not really at the same time because what I was feeling um, was actually the idea of me not knowing enough of them all to be able to talk to you about them, like about stuff. But then I remember that, hey, that's why I name this podcast I create the writing lab because this is a laboratory in this place we are here to experiment to play and to have fun so at the end I decided to go for a topic that I think is very interesting and that is what is it in any kind of art that I appreciate the most and this topic was inspired by one of Andy's J Pizza's podcast episodes he runs the creative pep talk. And one of the things that have resonated with me the most was the importance of analyzing your favorite kinds of art and the artists that you admire the most, because that helps you to identify what kind of artist do you want to be. And I just want to clarify before I start with this topic that this is not meant to be a way of finding people to copy from. Like, I'm not saying, hey, identify the things that you like and then copy paste them into your own work. Not at all. What I mean is that usually when we are beginning and throughout our lives, um, we want to express something. We want to connect people in some sort of way because um, we have been at the same time touched by artists and other artists have connected with us and if that there's certain things that have moved us and that have connected with us 
And I think it's important to know which things are those because we could include them in our work or we could pay more attention to them. Maybe we could explore them and learn things about ourselves. And then in that way, add something extra to our work, to our art, and that later could become something valuable or something representative of ourselves. Um, anyways, Picasso said himself that an artist is not the one that copies, that a great artist is the one that steals. I don't mean it for you to steal from someone else, but you get the idea. Also, I feel like this is a very important topic, just like knowing which kind of vocation do we have, although it can be like a secondary topic to explore within ourselves because it's something that it's gonna be there. We're gonna like what we like, even if we don't take the time to analyze it. But I think that in the long run, we could get something good from analyzing our own taste. And going back to Andy's creative pep talk, he had Franerd as an invited for one day. Franerd, now, let me talk about her just for a second here because I truly love her. She's my favorite illustrator of all times, of all illustrators, of all history, of the world. And I'm pretty sure she is the main reason that I actually went through an illustration phase in my creativity exploration, because she is great, truly. If you have never heard of her, if you have never seen her work, I truly admire her. Andy had her as a speaker on what helps her connect with her audience. And amongst other things, she mentioned that for her, it was being honest. And then my brain exploded right there and then, because it was true. Now that I come to think about it, that's the thing that I like the most about her. How honest she is, how comfortable she is with being awkward in her own video blogs and how vulnerable she allows herself to be in each of her comics. And not even only in her comics, like if you see all the span of creations that Franer does, like she has a podcast, she has, as I mentioned, her video blogs, she has a podcast herself, she has a newsletter, she uploads stories to her Patreon. She has all of these creations that she, that she likes to do. And in each of one of them, and now that I come to think about it, the recurrent topic is her honesty, is what she is actually going through in her life. Um, there are very serious topics and very serious situations that she has gone through. And even though they must have been very hard for her, she has decided to share them with the people and not in a fancy way that makes her look very cute and, or like she's a victim or anything. No, she shares herself and her life in a very honest way. And I think that's something I truly, truly admire from her. And although I knew it in some unconscious level in my head, I had never put a finger on it. But there it was, the answer that actually led me to a broader universe of connections between other artists' favorites of mine. I realized that many of the artists I admire share this trait in their own personalities and or in some pieces of their work. I looked then into Sigrid, who I absolutely adore. I adore her music, I adore her aesthetics, I love her, I, I love the way she dances, I love the way she writes music, and she totally fits in this category as well. I mean, she even has a song that it's called Raw, and it goes something like, I just wanna be raw. She's just telling you that she just wants to be herself, she doesn't want to be anyone else, she wants to 
talk to you about the things that she's going through. And this is actually something very funny because raw is a word that actually Franert has also used herself in some of her video vlogs and in some of her posts. And I mean, whoa, this is a word, a very specific word. I don't know if they know each other. I don't know if they are fans between each other. I really wouldn't think so. I mean, you never know. But it's very funny that two people that I adore so badly, that they share the same thought about themselves. They just want to be who they are. They want to be uncooked. They don't want to be seasoned and they don't want to be salty. They just want to be raw. If we go back to the goldfinch, one of the parts that spoke to me the most were all of those moments when the protagonist walked towards terrible decisions simply because they made sense to him. They made sense to his self-destructive personality. And the way the author describes such scenes without hiding any vice of the character or any addiction were the exams of the book that impressed me the most. How logical all of these actions seemed. The artist, in this case the author, Donna Tart, she went for these kind of descriptions. She could have gone for more aesthetic pleasing um, descriptions or she could have had her protagonist do some other actions that made her look better. Because as you go through the book, you are, or at least myself, I was thinking like, how does she know all of this stuff? Has she been an addict? Has she been consuming all of these substances? Does she know someone? How did she find out all of this so close? Has she been around these kind of people? And these are just thoughts that you come through as a reader. And I think that she could have skipped this part. She could have skipped herself all of these questionings of herself just by deleting that part from the book, but she didn't. That's something very admirable for me. Because have you ever talked to a person who tries to hide things or tries to make them look nicer than what they than what they really are? And just because they want to impress people and show them how put together they are or how much in control they are? I can handle them. I just can't. I enjoy and truly appreciate when someone comes to me with their issues, with their struggles and with their honest thoughts because that makes me feel like I am not the only one that is an incompetent <laughs> and that I can handle life perfectly. It makes me feel like I am not alone. Just the other day, someone was complimenting on my bike and the first thing I thought of saying was, thank you, I got it at a repair shop, it's secondhand. To what she replied, looking at me with contempt, she was like, you could have just said it was vintage. And I'm like, what? Why would I intervene truth just to look better to others' eyes. I mean, I don't get it. Like, why do you want to impress someone else so much? And sometimes not even people that you truly appreciate, just random people. Why do you try to put yourself beneath a mask so people that you don't even know like you? I don't understand that. Another example that I have in mind is Stephen King. And I am not a Stephen King's biggest fan but I truly appreciate him for talking and writing about his addictions and how they affected his work and his family. That's honesty. That's stripping yourself from all of these costumes and all of these masks that you could have decided to put on to protect yourself from other people's opinions and other people's judgment. But he didn't. He didn't hide it. So we would look at him like some horror god or some writer god that he that has never gone through any hard phase in his life. 
No, he didn't do it because he wanted to fit in the world as just another regular human being who sleeps at night and also makes mistakes. And there are so many places, now that I have paid attention to it, that I enjoy being either around or at or in just because of how honest they can become. For example, and I know that I'm gonna sound like uh, one of these creeps on the internet or like one of these baby boomers that spend their time on Facebook, but I'm gonna talk now about Facebook groups. I know, I know that they sound weird, but I have joined both uh, writers, readers, and indoor gardening groups on Facebook where people will share their struggles and their doubts. And you know what? I love them. I, <laughs> I am kind of ashamed every time that I confess to someone that I am, I am in a plant group just because it sounds sort of weird. But I think that the main reason that I feel so safe and that I feel so welcome in these groups is because if someone else's monstera is wittering or if its leaves are jelloing, I feel like I am that person. I've been there. I have plants died on me too. And if someone puts out their insecurities when it comes to going through a reader's blog, I feel it too. I've been there, I know how it feels like to not being able to finish a, a particular reading because you simply can't connect with that reading or because you are too stressed and mostly I can't connect with those writers who struggle to find an agent or those who don't know where to stop editing their work or who feel anxious over waiting for a reply from their better readers. I enjoy all of these bits of honesty because I know and they made me feel that I am not the only one who sucks at life. <laughs> and overall, this is the kind of artist I want to be and the kind I would love to see out there. The kind that is not afraid of being foolish or being clumsy or unknown or misunderstood. There is no one I admire the most than those who make a commitment with themselves to go through with who they really are. I hate seeing people oversharing their successes and then avoiding to share their struggles or their pain or their fears simply because they want to be admired and loved by everyone. It just drives me crazy. I, I feel like this only adds up to a culture where we all feel like we always have to be running and competing and we have to be the strongest and we have to be the toughest and we have to put on a drawer all the feelings and all the bad feelings that we have and hide them there for no one to see. So honesty, people, honesty is what I admire the most in anyone, whether an artist or not. So this topic, as you could have heard, <laughs> it's a very small topic. It could be something that you may overlook but once you start to explore yourself around this topic, you learn a lot about the things that you appreciate, that you admire, and the things that you want to put in your art. Now I have a better idea in, even though I already appreciated the art that I appreciate because it had this honesty component, now I know it. And now I know that it is some kind of value that I want to follow always and something that I really connect to, something that I really agree on to, and if in some part of the way, in some part of this path in life, I try or I want to forget about it, I think it's going to be there in the back of my head telling me, hey, you liked these or these other person because they were honest. How can you step away from that? 
So I think it's actually a very good exercise to explore ourselves and try to define or find out what it is that we enjoy seeing, that we enjoy watching, which kind of content do we enjoy consuming. And it could be for you, could be, I don't know, maybe also honest here, but it could also be learning. It could also be critics of some kind, like literature critics or film critics, or maybe you enjoy video games because you enjoy that aspect of life, that adventurous part of life, or maybe because you like the culture. Or I think overall it's just an interesting exercise to get into because once you can point out to it, only good things can come out of that. So then I would like to ask you, what it is that you enjoy, love, and what it is that you are the most passionate about in any kind of art and in life in general. I think it's something I would like to hear about just because I would like to hear other people's perspectives. And I think that after all of this rant, this is the end of this episode. Again, I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and then from the bottom of this white Ikea desk for listening to me today. I will talk to you next week And don't forget to share all of your thoughts and comments on Instagram. I hope you have a good week. I hope you have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye.